everyone in the podcast world and welcome back to season two episode nine of long way to go and please welcome my very special guest conrad welcome conrad to long way to go hello i'm happy to be on this wonderful episode wonderful podcast (laughs) it's okay guys this happens a lot trust me this podcast happens a lot film that school a lot of crazy things happening. Always happens to us. Excuse you know what? me, chocolate roses are being sold outside the cafeteria, and they are $2 each. We always make it work around here. We always do. So I wanted to start off with how we first met. We've known each other for quite a few years now. So what was your first impressions when we first met each other? Well, when I first met you, it was in tech class. Mm-hmm. And I think I only really met you because I had friends in the class that knew you right so my first impressions were on there I can speak (laughs) Um, my first impressions on you were pretty decent like at the time because like I whenever I meet someone it's always I am gonna think the best of them until they prove me wrong Mm -hmm. so yeah my first impressions on you were generally good and same with you because I remember Mocha and Tiss later um when I first met you, I had a completely different concept of you because back then you were highly Christian. We oh, can talk very about that. Christian. And that's okay because I'm actually Christian myself. However, I felt like I got to know you a lot better during that time, and I'm so happy that we were able to become friends. Yeah. So definitely jumping around, and I would like to tell the audience that you are transgender. You are FTM, female to male, transgender. Yeah. So I first would like to talk about a couple years ago, back when you were very much Christian, very much not against LGBTQ, but you were, Uh. it was a very odd time period. So let's talk about that. So like, I know I've changed as a person. So like talking about my past self, I don't care admitting that I was against LGBTQ people at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was brought up in a very Christian environment, but not like, oh, don't judge people. God's the only one that can judge you. Very much like, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, and you got to convert them. Mm-hmm. So, like, back then, I was very much in that mindset. It took me a while. Like, I didn't think it was till after... Like once COVID hit is once I started actually reevaluating myself mm-hmm. and realizing that, hey, I don't believe this stuff because it's just stuff that I'm pressuring into my brain, mm-hmm. trying to get myself to be happy and thinking that's the way to get it. It's almost like you felt forced into this environment. And when you realize that you're being forced into something, it's almost like you don't know how to gather. You feel like there's a loss of control happening. Oh, definitely. It- Especially when you're 
like family, those who you trust the most are telling you this is how you should be acting. Right. And this is what you should believe. Mm -hmm. And I think it's very beautiful that you were able to have this change of heart and to realize who you truly are because I feel as though here in 2022, yeah, we talk about all the strides that are being done with LGBTQ plus youth and the progression, but I, no pun intended, we still have a very long way to go <laughs> until we reach the full potential that we possibly have with. And I think with social media nowadays, I feel like we can use our voices a lot more now to show that, hey, we are seen and we deserve to be respected just as much as any other person. Yeah, the one thing I find about social media is that it is great for people to actually share their stories and be able to show their true selves, but you also get the other side of it right. where people are trying to oppress other people and just try to flip the story completely, turning these amazing things into things that aren't that positive. Right, which is absolutely true. So next thing I want to mention, um, your transition, how... How did Conrad realize that you, that you, not thought that you are a male? How did that progression come about? So it really, like, early 2020, I started, like, actually questioning my sexuality and stuff. It progressed from, like, oh, I feel like this is a part of me that I feel good with, but something still feels off to me. Mm -hmm. So, like... It wasn't until, like, November 2020 until I actually was like, hmm, I may not be entirely cis. Okay. So, cis as in cisgender, what gender you're assigned at birth. Um, so, I thought, like, hey, I might not be entirely cis. And so, I started looking at, um, like, transition stories and, like, watching YouTubers like um, Jamie Dodger and... Um, there's like a Noah, I forget what the whole thing is, but like mm -hmm. Noah Fiance or something. And I started to like actually put the pieces together that I was like feeling similar, but also like just overall felt that female didn't feel right for me. Mm -hmm. So I got one of my good friends at the time, like I was talking to him. It was. It was kind of funny because we were recording something at the time and I completely forgot. Mm -hmm. So when we were doing that, halfway through, I was like, so when you brain trans, how know that? Exact, <laughs> pretty much exact words because they won't stop making fun of me for right. it because it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. So after that, they started um, using he and pronouns for me, seeing how I liked it. Um, I got, this was before I picked the name Connor or Conrad. Um, so... They started calling me Chad and then my dead name. Oh. <laughs> it was funny because, like, I hadn't, mm -hmm. like, at the time I was like, you know what? I'm fine with this name for now until I figure one out. Right. So it was, it was kind of funny at the time. Mm -hmm. So actually, moving on from that, next thing I want to ask you is about transitioning your name, your dead name, which I will not use. To you know, I'll slap you if you use it. <laughs> to Conrad. So how did that progression come about? So um, after I told my mother and like my mother and my dad that I was trans, um, I was like, hey guys, like I'd like some suggestions. Like 
I don't want you guys to be involved mm-hmm. in this name thing. Especially my dad, because like I really wanted my dad to be involved in it, even though at the time he wasn't really all that supportive because he thought it was a phase at the time. Mm-hmm. He's completely fine now. His whole family is like the best part of my family. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really wanted him to be part of it because he didn't get a chance to choose even my birth name. Really? Well, That's interesting. Him and my mother didn't meet till like I was like four months old. Oh. Yeah. So when I was picking out the name um, Connor, I was like going for a bunch of names like um, James, but we have a Jamie in the family, so mm-hmm. couldn't do that. Right. Um, Tyler, um, Logan, Alex, names like that. Was it a long process trying to pick out the name? It It took me like two or three weeks but that was like me constantly looking Mm -hmm. at names and then when i was in the car with my mom i asked her hey um if you wouldn't have named my brother what he's named what would have been the names and she'll deny this to this day (laughs) because she does not like like she did not like the name connor when i first picked it out Mm -hmm. so she was listing off names like um alex james um I think there was like a Charles, Charles in there, Charles or Charles? something. Charles, oh. And then Connor was in there. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think that one just slipped out because she doesn't remember actually saying it. Right. But I clearly remember her saying it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was funny because immediately after I changed my name, she's like, "Oh, why Connor?" <laughs> <laughs> so it took some time for her to get used to it. Oh, definitely. For the first um, few months, she was calling me Carter. Ah. Uh. <laughs> That's funny. So definitely, next thing I want to discuss on is definitely what we've seen the news so far with um, names like J.K. Rowling and the trans community. How does it feel to know that certain people are still holding these wishes against people who just want to be normal? Like, for me personally, like, my grandmother is someone who's very much like that. So for me, I've learned to ignore it, but I also know that these problems are important to mm-hmm. like consider. So like with people as popular as JK Rowling um, and that still gain money from works and stuff, mm-hmm. um, for me, like anytime that I know that profits from something will be going to someone who um, doesn't have the most supportive views and will like like discriminate against these minorities. Mm-hmm. Um, I try my best to buy their work secondhand if I have to. Like I have a younger cousin who's obsessed with Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. So I try to like get stuff secondhand that way it isn't directly supporting her. It's slightly out of spite because I have like I'm very I'm a spiteful person sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, if you cross me, I'll do stuff purely out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> you know that? <laughs> I know that, yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, so, like, definitely, like, these problems do need to be addressed and, mm-hmm. like, looked at. But also, as a community, we got to do our best to kind of force that person to, like, rethink mm-hmm. stuff a bit. Right. So... And then, especially, of course, I've seen across my Twitter timeline, a lot of celebrities are supporting the LGBTQ plus community. I think it's very special because if you think about it, um, when you first come out, I know firsthand, 
from about five and a half years ago. You feel extremely alone. You feel like no one can truly understand what you're going through. But it's amazing to meet others like you hmm. who have shared that same experience of realizing, hey, I'm not truly myself. Well, let's change that. What, What is it that I don't feel fully myself about? Hmm. And then finding what will make that fully yourself. So what would you have to say to that? Well, with the whole coming out and feeling alone thing, mm -hmm. I didn't necessarily feel that because when I did come out, I was with a supportive group of friends who were all part of the community. Mm -hmm. So I get why some people, like a decent amount of people, have that feeling because like, I'm just going to use like a baseline conservative family, for example. Yeah. Like if someone comes out gay in the conservative family, they might not be around a lot of other like mm -hmm. like kids from the community or like have any family members and even in some families like the family members that do come out as like bi trans um gay like anything under the community are shunned from the family mm -hmm. like it's just it's it's all it's different depending on the person it right. really Mm -hmm. just depends mm -hmm. and that's definitely something I want to bring up is how how different did you expect your experience to be did you expect the worst did you expect the best to come what was your thoughts when you first realized and who you were and the process of coming out because it is extremely terrifying for some people and some people are like well let's just get it done mm -hmm. when I first came out as bi, um, it was to my younger cousin first because we had a joke, it, looking back it was kind of a homophobic joke, mm -hmm. but like at the time it was like, oh if you came out as whatever, I'm just zoning you, I was like, but like mm -hmm. at the time we didn't realize that that was like right. a That's not really joke. a good thing to say. Yeah, so <laughs> it was kind of funny in like hindsight because mm -hmm. she later came out as bi as well really yeah see so, that's a little bit irony right there <laughs> just a little bit mm -hmm. and then when i came out to my mother i was like i don't want to linger on this it's going to be quick it's going to be fast so i um it was like what's the quickest time i can tell her that she wouldn't be thinking about it all day. Mm -hmm. The closest events w was my um, grandfather's memorial golf game. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it's always some kind of sporting event. Well, golfing's fun. But like, it is. So like, I told her directly before that to get out as quickly as possible. And then when I came out as trans, like the bi experience was just like, hey, I'm bi. And it's like, okay. And then the trans experience was, so I may not be a girl anymore. And she's like, what the heck do you mean? Right. And it's like the whole conversation, like, you know, in the movies, how like you see someone come out and they're like in tears and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's what it was like for my trans experience. Oh my gosh. Because yeah. my mother and a lot of other people aren't necessarily well educated on the subject right. because it's only now being mm -hmm. accepted. And I feel as though that's the thing is there's a lot more education that needs to be done mm -hmm. as there's been education for gay and lesbian and bisexual where I don't 
as well as others made a lot of education on transgender. And funny you mention this, I was actually just talking to someone yesterday about, they asked me like, oh, if you're bisexual, like, would your pronouns change to they, them? And I told them no, because if you're bisexual, you like both. But however, you can still be he, ha- he him, or she, her. That mm. doesn't mean your pronouns change. Pronoun- pronouns and sexuality, I feel like they kind of get lumped together sometimes when mm. we need to remember those are two separate different things. Well, because you still have, like, non-binary folk mm-hmm. who prefer women and use the label lesbian. Right. Like. It's kind of like just educating ourselves and opening our minds to certain different things. And, yeah, it can be scary at first, but as long as you can keep an open mind, that's really going to help you. Yeah. And, like, yeah, like, this is, like, slightly related, but mm-hmm. also, so... I was doing my French interview, right? Mm-hmm. And I had the question come up, in a hundred years, do you think transphobia and homophobia is going to disappear? Mm-hmm. So with that, I feel like it's never going to disappear because you're always going to have people that are going to be hating on other people for stuff that they can't control. Right. Like racism, that's been going on for how, how long now? Like A long ugh, time. Long time. Mm-hmm. Same with, like, homophobia and stuff. Like, people would be, like, burned at the stake mm-hmm. or, like, beheaded or, like, just executed in general if right. they had any gay or homosexual relationships. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because think about how far we've come. Yeah. It's crazy to think that there are people out there who are still so prejudiced. And yet there are. It's kind of crazy to me. Mm. But... With that, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Is there anything you would like to say to the viewers who are going to be listening to this? Well, um, if you do think that you are part of the community, be aware. Ian Moore and Katie Johnson. Please come to the office. Ian Moore and Katie Johnson. Like, if the... <laughs> Go ahead, try again. Okay. So, like, anyone out there that actually feels like there's something wrong with them, chances are it's not something wrong. You just don't know what it is about yourself mm-hmm. that is, like, missing. Right. I'm doing quotation marks right now. I don't know why I'm <laughs> acting like I'm on video. <laughs> um, but, like, obviously, if you feel safe exploring yourself, explore, like, your identity. Explore, like, how you're feeling. Like... It's natural to feel like some sort of like, oh, I may not fit in here. Whether you be cis or straight or bi, trans, gay, like any of them. (laughs) Just like any of them. I'm sounding a lot like my mother right now. But but yeah, so like, obviously if you feel safe doing that, do it. Mm -hmm. Try to get yourself a supportive group of friends. Exactly. And I think the main takeaway is to just no, it takes time to realize who you are. You're never going to figure out in just one day. Mm. Each day, you're always changing. Your brain is always moving and activating. So just know that there is a process. And yes, it takes time. Mm. Just trust the process and know your own worth. Well, you guys, that'll be it for today with my good friend Conrad here. Stay loving, stay loyal, and stay blessed. I love you all, and take care.